You're listening to the ANA Podcast Network, powered by Odyssey, a leading multi-platform audio content and entertainment company. Listen on the Odyssey app. For Beyond Profit, a podcast of the ANA Center for Brand Purpose, I'm Ken Bolio. For more than 100 years, Crayola has inspired children to explore, play, pretend, and dream while helping parents and educators raise creatively alive kids. From its humble beginnings as a maker of affordable wax crayons, the Crayola brand has since grown its product portfolio to include art tools, crafting activities, and toys. In offering innovative ways to use color to create everything imaginable, Crayola has tapped into the hearts and minds of children in a meaningful way and reaffirmed what it means to be a purpose-driven brand. At the 2023 a Masters of Marketing Conference, held in Orlando, Florida this past October, I caught up with Vicki Lozano, Executive Vice President of Marketing at Crayola, to learn more about the brand's embrace of purpose, how it authentically connects with targeted audiences and drives marketing success, why she considers innovation a team sport, and more. Vicki, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So there's no doubt that Crayola is one of the first purposeful brands, a pioneer in the space. Can you talk about from a marketing perspective how you keep purpose at the center of everything you do? Well, I have to say that purpose goes all the way to our founding. Um, Crayola was um, founded by two cousins inspired by one of their wives who was a school teacher. And it was based on this fundamental belief that creativity mattered and that it was important not only to the individual potential and development of each child, but to us as a country in total. So today we continue to be really inspired and driven by our mission, which we, uh, which we articulate as helping parents and educators raise creatively alive kids. So that purpose continues to inform everything that we do, continues to drive the brand, and it's sort of embedded across everything that we do, both as a company, whether it's internally, or as a, as a marketing organization in terms of how we communicate with our consumers. So you mentioned embedding a purpose, and, I, and I'd like a, just a follow-up there is, you know, how do you get buy-in from senior leadership and everyone up and down the organization to buy into your purpose? A number of years ago, we actually had done some work around making sure that we had exactly the right words to capture our mission. And I think in that process, that buy-in was sort of built in into making sure that what we landed was, while it's articulated as a simple sentence, but there's a body of thought and work behind it that helped us really kind of align to galvanize and to come to that shared perspective. So... That built that that buy-in from sea level is sort of built in, as well as frankly understanding and buy-in throughout the organization. We use our mission every almost virtually every day. Every meeting kicks off mm-hmm. with mission being included or mentioned in some way, shape, or form. It drives the way we do product development, the, we, the way we do activation, the way we do partnerships and collaborations. So it was a purposeful kind of exercise to make sure that it was nailed down, that it was exactly what we wanted it to be, that there was full alignment. And that's really enabled us to really focus less on debating it and more around the conversations around how do you bring it to life mm-hmm. in a way that is true to the brand, but it's you know engaging, exciting, meaningful for kids and their families. Is there a training program also internally at Crayola? And then second, secondly, uh, when you're hiring folks, is purpose a part of that process as well? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone who's hired in, in, uh, at Crayola um, goes through that immersion of understanding what it is, why that is, how it's brought to life. We feel that is very integral to who we are. So we not only look for the right fit during the interview process, but also once someone uh, joins the Crayola family, they do go through that immersion uh, and making sure that they really understand what that is mm -hmm. and how that impacts their individual role in the company. Right. So you do encourage your employees, again, up and down the organization to uh, share their unique perspectives and their viewpoints in their lived experiences. So can you just talk a little bit more about that? Sure. You know, starting with this idea of having every employee really understand what that mission is and how it matters and how it comes to life in their jobs. What that enables folks to do is to be able to bring their own ideas, to, be, to bring their creativity, to bring their ways of creative thinking or problem solving into their specific job and whatever the function is. So you could be in more creative roles, you could be in more you know, quantitative roles, but it doesn't matter because everyone has that shared perspective and everyone has the opportunity to uh, bring it to life within their specific area of expertise. Kids these days, I don't know if you have have kids, but I do. You know, I, I do, and you know, they're on their technology more and more. That's, that's where they're yeah. spending a bulk of their time. How does Crayola break through that? Well, I think it's important to realize that technology and various shapes or forms, it, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. It is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. So I think for us, it's really thinking about uh, technology and screens, and in, in, in this particular example, as um, just another canvas. There's nothing that says that creative experiences can't actually happen in a digital form. I think it's really about the kind of experience, the quality of experience, and how creativity and creative behaviors are brought to life and whatever that experience is. So mm -hmm. we kind of look at it as, hey, we got to embrace it. So yes, we have a lot of um, things that we do that focus on tactile, hands-on. We also have a lot of things that we do that focus on more interactive, more digitally-based experience, but again, coming from that same center, Mm -hmm. from that same point of view, and allowing kids to really bring out their creativity, to be able to express what they're thinking or feeling, to be able to uh, bring something to life that is very individual and specific based on what they like or how they care about or how they see the world. So I think for us, it's, a, it's, an, it's an end. It's not, a, it's not an or. Right. Can you give me an example of how you're using technology as a canvas? Well, part of our interactive portfolio, we have a couple of very successful apps, as an example. Um, one of them is called uh, Create and Play, and it's an incredible app that is uh, available globally and that has just hours of creative play and a great range of the types of creative experiences, great variety, constantly new content that is coming in. And, you know, we see tremendous metrics around how many kids play, how often they play, how long they play as they, you know, as they get in, and also how long they stay with the app. You know, there's so many apps out there that it's great for a week, and then the kids move on. This is an app, as an example, that kids use for months and months and months. And it's, I think it's a great testament to the fact that the experience is fun, it's engaging, it's interactive, and they keep coming back again and again. So I think that app is a perfect example of a creativity on a digital canvas. Other than children, a couple other key uh, audiences for Crayola are parents and educators. Mm -hmm. How are you reaching them through marketing? 
So educators is, is, is one of our key audiences, and it actually goes all the way back to uh, the beginning of Crayola and, um, and really kind of finding a way of helping teach teachers how to teach art in schools, and then subsequently arts becoming part of the curriculum in the U.S. education system. And we've had a tremendous partnership with art teachers for a very long time. We've also had a tremendous partnership with classroom teachers as well as principals. And it's really over the last you know number of years have really shifted to using and celebrating creativity in the classroom and using creativity as a way of helping teachers teach across other subjects. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very you know specifically focused on literacy, social emotional learning. We're focused on things that teachers are required to teach in a classroom and that are critical skill sets. But there are enormous amount of studies that actually shows in terms of how kids' brains are wired and when kids are engaged in their learning, where they have hands-on experience as part of their learning, they are that engagement helps them understand things better, it helps them retain information, and it ultimately improves outcomes in the classroom. So that partnership of using creativity, using creative content, using hands-on tool in the classroom to help kids learn across, you know, across subjects, it has been our, our area of focus. And we have several programs that we implement with educators, uh, and that flagship program is called Crayola Creativity Week, which is just an amazing week-long celebration of uh, creativity in the classroom, and it takes place annually in January. And it's available to um, to all teachers uh, completely free. And then with parents, the other part of your question, yeah. with parents, we really focus on making creativity easily accessible for their kids. We focus on helping them create family family memories. We all do recognize that sometimes creative experiences is just a child doing something on their own. But we really love to see where, in addition to that, there are opportunities for parents to get engaged with their kids and to make it into wonderful family memories, whether it's the experience itself or maybe the keepsake that they make in the process. And I think, you know, for us, Going forward, we also, in addition to that, we really want to focus on helping parents really understand how to make creativity in simple, turnkey ways, but how to make that accessible and available to kids every day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be the next, you know, frontier of our partnership with parents is to how help how to help them make creative experiences accessible every day. Mm-hmm. Hello, Beyond Profit listener. Since 1982, the ANA Nonprofit Federation has led the way in providing the professional education, peer networking, and trusted guidance that nonprofits need to advance their missions and grow giving. We understand the critical impact nonprofits have in the world and the challenges they face across the sector. The ANA Nonprofit Federation has your back so you can move forward. Learn how by visiting ana.net slash Beyond Nonprofit. And now, back to the show. I know strategic partnerships are extremely important to Crayola. Uh, I'm just curious, do you have partnerships with several nonprofits out there to help you? We have a number of partnerships out there, and in some actually are, are for-profit companies as well. Mm-hmm. But what we really focus on is how we partner with people that have a shared vision 
a shared kind of belief around creativity and how we bring it to life. People that or companies where we feel like there's a good cultural fit, because guess what? We're going to have to work together pretty closely. So do we, do we actually mesh? And as well as really focused on capabilities, you know, do they bring something to the table that is, that is important? Does, does, does that partnership enable us to do something that we wouldn't be able to do on our own? So I know it sounds like a lot of, you know, a lot of criteria, but frankly, Crayola is a very special brand mm-hmm. and we're fiercely protective of it. And, and, and that kind of comes across in the partnerships that we form. We want to be able to work with people who are not only aligned with us, but also best in class in what they do. In terms of making marketing decisions, insights from your data and your gut instinct are yep. critically important. Can you just talk a little bit more about that? Well, I think insights are always important. They always have been, they always will be, right? So this year, Crayola turned 120 years old. And I think it's very easy to say, it was like, well, we kind of know everything we need to know about Crayola. After all, it's been around for so long. But day to day, we continue to find new insights, sometimes big, sometimes small, but things that are really actionable about how consumers interact with their brand, how they shop for a brand, how they, you know, make certain choices and why. So I think this idea of a continue to, the world doesn't stand still. Right. So we now have, as an example, we, uh, you know, millennials right now represent the bulk of parents. But guess what? Gen Z is coming in and they have some very different perspectives on the world and how they view themselves, how they view parenting, what they kind of how they want to be, what they frankly want to get out of it. So I think the world is constantly changing. And I think data and insights is just a constant stream of those nuggets that enable you know, any brand, and certainly Crayola is not, is, is not, is included in that, to really evolve and to continue to stay on top of what really matters to the consumer. Well, speaking of evolving, you have said that innovation is a team sport at Crayola. Yeah. So how do you get, uh, you know, employees to sort of buy into that whole concept? I would say that innovation in Crayola is, it's honestly, it's, it's, it's a lifeline. Um, and we have amazing teams that work on product innovation as an example. And the types of the insights, the usage occasions, the technologies, the formulation, it's just, it's, it's amazing. And, you know, a lot of folks think about, well, Crayola is a crayon company. Yes, we make a lot of crayons, but we make 1,500 amazing products, very different technologies, very different use cases, and it's honestly a very impressive portfolio that offers kids and families just such incredible breadth of the type of creative experiences that you can have, and that is very core to our brand, and I don't think that's ever going to change. I think innovation is product innovation, um, you know, marketing innovation, all of that is kind of the engine that, that, that drives the brand forward. Uh, you have also said that uh, creativity is key to a child's success. Mm-hmm. But then you've taken that a step further and said it's also key to the country's success. That's really broad now, so yeah. I want to know a little more about you know, why you think that that's the yeah. case. Well, that actually goes back to, that statement goes back all the way uh, to the founders of Crayola. When they originally started the company, 
it was they absolutely was based on this fundamental belief that creativity was really critical for individual kids as well as the country as a whole. And for them, the reason that matters is because this was at a time of right at the back end of the Industrial Revolution. So everything was about making stuff and building stuff. And I think what they sort of believed, which was quite novel at the time or a little bit of, you know, going against the grain, is like that, hey, yeah, that is all important. That's nice and good. But at the end of the day, the success is not going to be based on what we can make and how much we can make, but it's going to be based on our people. And, uh, and in order to have the best, you know, the most creative people and the best innovators and the best problem solvers, they believed that it was really important to teach that as a skill while kids were still kids mm -hmm. and to be able to nurture creativity so they can grow up to be those things. And they believe that hands-on experiences, creative experiences, the creative self-expression was a critical component to that. So I cannot personally take credit for that. <laughs> that really all goes back to the founders of Crayola um, and what they believed and the reason they were so inspired by this mission and they, you know, they started the company. You've really leaned into your founder's origin story. It's Absolutely. amazing. You talk about it all the time. I, I do. And you know what? It's, it's, how could you not talk about it, right? Because I think for Crayola, this is not something that we just decided one day, let's just go do this. This is so integral to who we are, how we came to be, how it actually manifests itself. And I think it's just so important to preserve that because if you do, then you can, you know, you can never lose your way. And I think what's really amazing and, you know, for, 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 for us to see is it doesn't matter what part of the company you work in or what function you work in. Whatever you do is always on brand. And I cannot remember last time something was brought into to market or into a conversation where you would say, hey, that seems off brand. I can't remember that happening. And I think the reason for that is because people get it. They live it. They, they're inspired by it. And we have to keep it top of mind because then all of our energies are focused on the things that really do matter, that fit the brand, that make the brand better, that make the world better in some way, shape, or form. And I just think it's, in a, in a, it's a tremendous galvanizing force. So we, we, we always have to keep it top of mind to make sure we never lose our way. Lastly, Vicky, you mentioned the, the importance of making the world better and mm -hmm. certainly sustainability is uh, critically important at your company. Do you feel that purpose and sustainability are interconnected? Absolutely. I think purpose can, can come to life in a lot of different ways. And I think sustainability is just one of those aspects, right? I think it's, it's looking at how we leave the world better than we found it, right? And how do we preserve it for the future generations of kids? And so Crayola actually has not talked about it quite as much as we probably could or should, but sustainability has been a tremendously important area of focus for us. And we've done enormous amount of work with things such as using solar power to, um, to produce some of our crayons, to, you know, to have to make our pencils from reforested wood, and really finding ways of um, you know, reducing packaging and, you know, and, 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 and changing the kinds of packaging to more sustainable options, but really doing all those things, sometimes very visible, sometimes not so much, but all of that with that single-minded purpose that we want the, to preserve the world for future generations of kids. Vicky Lozano, thank you for joining me on Beyond Profit. 
Thank you for having me. Registration is now open for the 2024 ANA Masters of Marketing Conference to be held October 22 through the 25th in Orlando. To learn more, visit ana.net slash masters. Until next time, thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the ANA Podcast Network, powered by Odyssey.